have Eddie Layton, man with uh, quite an unusual profession, but uh, I'm sure if you've been to uh, Ranger games or Nick games in New York or Yankee games, you've heard his work. He's the organist at those ballparks, and Eddie, thanks for joining us today on Sportsbeat. Well, I'm delighted. Uh, you know, I have, I've been in Florida many times, and uh, uh, many fans down there, and a lot of records uh, down all through the state of Florida. So I, I'm, uh, I really am happy to talk to you. Uh, I, I might add, it's the old, it's going to be a pursuit question right now. Who played for the Knicks, Rangers, and the Yankees? I was going to ask and you that, but... Uh, <laughs> and, you know, not on the team playing the organ. Quite an interesting job, and we'll get to how you got with that, but you started out with uh, soap operas, I understand, yes, playing the well, organ. In fact, I did lo uh, Love of Life, uh, Secret Storm, and Love is a Many Splendor Thing, three shows a day on the network. And uh, when the, the uh, network uh, bought the New York Yankees 21 years ago, uh, Mike Burke, who uh, was the president of CBS at that time, uh, asked me if I'd like to play the organ, and I said, Mike, look, uh, uh, I, I come, my hometown happens to be Philadelphia, but I've never been to a baseball game. I don't know the first thing. I, I thought a sacrifice fly is when you take a fly and sacrifice its life. <laughs> and, uh, well, right away, I, uh, uh, I think it was a Yankee-Cleveland game, and uh, Mickey Mantle hit a home run, and th at that time, the organ was located right in the press area where all the writers sit. And I said to Red Foley, I said, uh, and everyone heard me, and they put it in the papers the next day. They said, I asked them, isn't he running around the bases the wrong way? <laughs> I didn't know you were supposed to go that way. <laughs> you are supposed to go the other way. Now, you started with the soap operas. Were you a studio musician uh, yeah, for I NBC? Yeah, I did the organ uh, live at that time. Then we went to tape uh, on, on those uh, three shows that I mentioned before. And I had uh, one organ in, in the studio uh, with three monitors, and I used to come to the studio every morning to watch the rehearsal of one show and watch the dress rehearsal of another show while I was still playing live on the third show. Wow. And I would switch from monitor to monitor so that I could get into each studio uh, as we went on the air on the network. But it was a lot of fun. And uh, Now, how did that work? Did they give you uh, a plot line and you kind of ad lib well, the music, or did they score it for you? You sort of get to know this, the storyline on the soap operas. Uh, you know, music is the, uh, uh, the seventh actor on the set just like as it may be the, the sixth hockey player on the lot or the tenth ball, uh, ball player in a baseball game. And uh, uh, I would follow a script. There's no music on the music rack of the organ. I would just have a monitor and a headset where I would hear uh, in one ear the actors out on the studio and out of the other ear I would hear the uh, constant barrage of uh, directions from the director in the control room. Of course, I would follow the script and uh, use the uh, correct, uh, whether it's going to be a sting or happy music or sad music or whatever. So it, it, it was a lot of fun to do that. And then, of course, that night, they used to send a limo for me at that time to get up to the Yankee Stadium and uh, score the music for the Yankee games just like a soap opera. It's interesting. And, of course, a lot of the soap operas were done live from New York for many years. Then they went to tape. Yep. Uh, any mishaps on the live television days? Oh, i got to tell you something, Doug. Uh, I'll never forget the day. Of course, this happens to everybody in, in any walk of life, whether you're a, a doctor or a nurse or a school teacher or, or a musician or a ball player. Uh, I was playing Secret Storm. The show was on the air, and, I, and they counted down five, four, three, two, one. Music. And I played the theme from Love of Life. <laughs> you don't do that. Like that. <laughs> sure. Out over 200 stations right across the country, and uh, it was funny, but I quickly uh, caught up with it and uh, uh, played the proper music. But many strange things do happen on the set, whether it's live and even on tape. As a matter of fact, when Love is a Many Splendor Thing, I remember the character's name was Jean, and she made a very uh, crucial entrance as we 
faded up on the scene. And I, I was playing the correct music of Love is a Many Splendor Thing and the uh, ominous uh, minor key. And she actually tripped in the carpet in the set. And she fell and she actually fractured her ankle <laughs> in real life. But the trooper that she was, uh, she got up and I instantly, by instinct, uh, played the correct record on the organ so the people thought well she was supposed to fall down part of the show <laughs> yes and uh, of course that happens and then again you sort of score a baseball game uh, almost like a soap opera except for one thing my first year Doug at Yankee Stadium you don't do things like this uh, Mickey Mantle was up at bat and it happened to have been his birthday and uh, he just walked up and the PA announcer announced number seven Mickey Mantle and I went right into a fast, rousing course of happy birthday to you. Well, he looked up at me uh, with a quick little smile, and he, but he struck out. <laughs> you don't do things like that either. But uh, I've had a lot of fun at Yankee Stadium for the past 21 years, and now I'm with the New York Islanders hockey team. And uh, this is great. Did you write dun-dun-dun-dun? I was the first one to do most of those things. So well, yeah, I, I was always wondering if somebody actually wrote that or if that was by accident. Yeah, or how did that come about? I did it uh, my first week at Yankee Stadium. And, of course, uh, Mike Burke was sitting in the, uh, in the uh, or he was the president of the Yankees. And he heard that, and he heard 45,000 people start clapping rhythmically. He looked up and gave, gave me the okay sign with his uh, right hand. And, of course, the next week I got an Im immediate raise. Wow. I started with the charge and all the other things that get the fans going, get them involved in the game. And sure. it's all in fun. It's mostly for kids. And I know when uh, Mike Pagliarulo comes up, you play the, uh, the Tarantella, is it? Tarantella, of course. Everybody has a signature song, in other words. Usually, yes. Yes, you try to find something like Candelaria, now that we have, uh, we try to play the Candyman, or uh, when Ron Hesse used to be with the Yankees, uh, I used to play I'm Just Wild About Harry Hesse. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting, and of yeah. course with the Rangers, uh, you have a different way of scoring a hockey game. Yeah. Uh, that's got to be a little bit more difficult because uh, in baseball, you'd have the definite time periods between innings. Well, hockey, you got to kind of watch out. You have to watch out, but you only play it during the face-offs, and, and it works. If you know what you're doing in hockey, it's just like scoring a, a soap opera again. Uh, uh, if we're winning, you play a little bit more often and more happy. If we're losing, I sort of play out a little bit, not too much. Uh, but it, it's fun. It really is fun to get the uh, 35, 40, 50, 55. We had 55,000 people there last week at the stadium. So it was really uh, a lot of fun. A lot of kids love it. Did you have any idea when you uh, started to become a musician that this was where it would lead? Or? Well, when I was five years old, I started playing. And when I went to college just outside of Philadelphia, Doug, I uh, majored in meteorology, broadcasting, wow. minored in music. But then it quickly led to when I came to New York City uh, to writing uh, commercials and, and uh, movies and uh, uh, the great success, of course, with soap operas that I was doing for many years and uh, joining ASCAP. And now I'm, I'm, I can't believe it. I'm in sports. <laughs> it's amazing. Do you get royalties on Dun 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 Dun? Oh, sure. <laughs> Do you really? Oh, sure. I always wondered if that was had to be copyrighted. Yes, no, it's with uh, ASCAP. And, uh, we That's get for that. Incidentally, i got to tell you something. I'm very proud of something that I for most people down in Florida would love this. I'm sure Florida, of course, is one of the greatest voting states in, in, the, in the country. Well, I happen to own, and I'm proud of it, darn it, I happen to own a 26-foot miniature diesel tugboat. It's fiberglass. I had it custom-made, and it, it's, a, it's really a yacht, but it looks exactly like a tugboat with a smokestack on it with E for Eddie. And uh, it just went on the water a few days ago for the season, for the summer season. And... Uh, turn the key and the engine kick right over and I'm proud of that. It's just great. I've got it I promised George Steinbrenner that I'd get him out of my boat this summer. <laughs> you know, he loves boats too.
You know something? Did you know? Now this is interesting, everybody. Uh, that George Steinbrenner happens to play the organ. Great. I had heard that he directed an orchestra yes, not too long ago, and yes. he is musically inclined. Yes, I was helping him to conduct the the uh, his rehearsal, and uh, but he really he could actually sub for me. As a matter of fact, a year ago when I heard him play, I said, George, would you do a favor for me? I want to take next weekend off to be on my boat. Uh, if you play for me for the weekend, I'll play. I'll pay you slightly above union scale. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you, he went on the floor. <laughs> he just couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> the unfortunate thing now it is that a lot of ballparks are going to the uh, jukebox uh, way of entertaining the fans by playing recorded music. Well, you know uh, something. Uh, is that hurting the organist uh, in his profession? Because actually, that's a dying art. Uh, the, most of the city, they, there's nobody around to do this. I think I, if I had to get a substitute right now for the Yankees, I, I wouldn't know who to call. Very few people that do that kind of uh, uh, music. Eddie Layton, thanks for joining us today. It's been a pleasure to talk to you and hearing about an interesting profession in sports. Doug, thank you very much. And say hello to everybody for me, okay? I will. When you get to Yankee Stadium, come on up and say hello. We'll look for you. Great. Thanks, Eddie Layton. Okay, Doug. Stan Brock. 30 years ago, I formed Remote Area Medical to help people overseas. But then we found generations of families in America isolated by poverty from the health care they need. Together, we can take dental, vision, and medical help to a million adults and their kids right here at home in the United States of America.